Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 787 and session number 245 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I'm going to do it again here today. And today, I am fired up. I've got a lot of things that I want to share with you in this episode But the first thing that I want to throw out there is the question that we're going to be answering today, just so you know what we're going to be doing here when we get into today's question. And that is, should I create a new product or should I build my brand first? It's a great question. And I've got some thoughts on this and I'm going to be able to help Azar. And oh, by the way, if you have a question that you want me to answer on an upcoming Ask Scott session, all you have to do is head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you can do it right there. All you have to do is just leave your first name, where you're tuning in from, that would be a bonus, and then from there, ask your question, and I'll do my best to answer on an upcoming Ask Scott session. I also pay attention to our YouTube channel where I'm listening and watching comments that are coming through and reading them, actually, <laughs> not watching them, reading them, and uh, and then from there, I'm able to address or answer any questions there that you may have, and if I think it makes a good question for the show that everyone will benefit from, like today's question, well, then I will uh, put it on a show just like this right here. So like I said, go over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask and you can do it right there. A little voice memo, which is always awesome to hear your voice. So before we jump into that, I have a couple of things that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to talk about. All right. Now, number one, and this I'm really excited about, I've been working on what I'm calling now. I actually came up with the title, finally, Brand Creators the Playbook. And inside this playbook, I've broken it down into six parts or six sections or chunks, as I like to call them, and really taking you through the entire process of building a brand from scratch. And for me, it's a lot of work to go through and put all of these thoughts and these uh, things that I'm doing on a regular basis on paper, but I ended up doing it. I actually spent about two weeks going through this and, uh, and putting everything together, and I am very happy to say that it is officially ready. Now, if you are interested in grabbing a copy, you can, and you will buy me a cup of coffee if you decide to, because it's just $4.99 at the time of this recording. All right, so you can grab it. It is not a physical copy. It's a digital copy, but you can grab the digital copy instantly and start going through that. And what I would recommend doing, and I've done it myself, is I would go to your local office supply company and print it out because it's nice to have a physical copy where you can thumb through it, but then also go back, make notes, highlight, and all of that stuff. But if you want to grab a copy, all you have to do is head over to brandcreatorsbook.com, okay? Brand creatorsbook.com. It'll take you to a page where you'll put in your information and then you'll instantly have access to the book. And I'm telling you right now, if you want something that is laid out, the playbook as I've titled it, that walks you through each and every step of finding your market and really validating the market, going deep there, but then from there, building out your home base, then from there, starting to plan out how you're going to create traffic assets, as I call them. It's really content pieces. And then from there, figuring out on those content pieces, the three different buckets that we talk about. So this way here, you can also start creating content that's going to drive traffic either to your own products 
or it's going to drive it over to uh, posts and content that you're creating that will be product-based, which also lends itself very well to when we get into the monetization part of this, all right? And so everything fits together, and everything is laid out sequentially, so when you go through it, you're going to be able to follow along, and then from there, start to take action on each and every one of those steps, all right? And there's list building in there. There's like everything in order of how everything is laid out. So if you're interested, I'm excited to say that it's now available. You can go over to brandcreatorsbook.com. Again, that's brandcreatorsbook.com. Com, all right. And the reason why I wanted to create this just to kind of throw it out there is because we have something that we call Brand Creators Academy. And currently right now it's closed and we won't be opening again until April 6th. And the reason why we do that is because we want to spend all of our time helping our academy members on a regular basis and not be promoting uh, the enrollment. Okay. So we've, we've decided to only open up enrollment around four times in a year. All right, and April 6th, so if you're listening to this before April 6th and you're interested in getting into uh, the Academy or if you've been waiting to get into the Academy, April 6th is when we're going to open enrollment and we will keep it open for about five days. All right, so if you're interested, mark your calendar for that. All right, and again, the reason why this book is so important is because in the meantime, this is a great way to build out the foundation and really understand the entire concept because what we do inside of Brand Creators Academy is we do the entire build. We show every single thing that we're doing. We're actually using a case study. We've started a brand in a very random market and we're building that out. And we're showing everything from how we found the market and then how we built out the content, how we're starting to get some traffic, how we built the email list of over 9,000 people, uh, which just wrapped up, um, how we are building our Facebook presence. We're getting tons of engagement. I mean, like up to 80, 90 comments on just random posts that most people uh, are, are struggling to get. So there's just a lot of great things that we're doing on the inside, but it goes really well with the playbook. So even if you're not going to ever join us inside of the Academy, this book will give you everything that you need from the very beginning to all the way you're launched and you're running and you're then rinsing and repeating the process to continually build out your traffic assets and then starting to monetize your brand. So again, brandcreatorsbook.com and make sure that you mark the date for April 6th if you're interested in joining us inside of the Academy. All right, so with that all being said, which that's pretty exciting stuff, I am really excited about that. Now, the other thing I wanted to mention here is thoughts of the week, all right? Thoughts of the week, and I have one. I have a good one here, all right? And I want you to do this for me, all right? I want you to do this for me. I want you to remove I can't from your vocabulary, okay? Repeat after me. I will remove I can't from my vocabulary. Please do that. And I'm going to give you a recent example with my 12-year-old daughter and how the I can't came into play. And then we proved that if you just try something, you might just surprise yourself. All right. So my daughter, who is 12, Kayla, she is really into volleyball and it's everything's starting to click for her now in her volleyball little career. All right. And she's on a travel team and it's just, it's really awesome. We enjoy it. She enjoys it. It's just a lot of fun. Great people to hang out with great kids that she's hanging out with and she's just busy in sports and I love it. All right. So 
she is a pretty well-rounded player um, and she has a really good serve. I mean, at this age, at 12 years old, these girls are serving overhand and pretty hard. Now her serve is good, but it's not like really hard. It's got, it's almost like a float serve, which sometimes is great. And hers does have some movement. She's a lefty, um, but she does a two-handed toss. And so my wife was like, you know, if you didn't do a two-handed toss, you might get a little bit more power and a little bit more accuracy. You might want to give it a try. And she's like, I can't do that now. I can't. I'm, I, I just feel more comfortable when I, when I, you know, use my two hands and I fling it up and then I hit it and she does do a pretty good job. Right. I think last week we were at the tournament and she probably had, I would say 30 serves and only two of them, um, didn't make it over, which is pretty incredible. And she actually had, they have stats. Um, there's this, uh, this, uh, app that they use, it's called huddle and uh, it's an app that records the games. We have to record it. Then you upload it. And then it will basically give highlights of the team and of the players. And it'll give you all of the stats. Well, her stats were like 97%, maybe even 98% on all of her serves. And she's had over 100 serves. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good uh, you know, percentage there, right? But that all being said, as you start to grow as a player, the other teams are going to grow too, and those players are going to, and your serve isn't going to be as effective. So let's start working on getting that down a little bit better, a little bit less in the air, a little bit more of a line drive or a little bit more of movement or pinpointing where you want it. And by doing that, you need to be able to do a one-handed toss. It's going to be better. But she said, I can't, I can't do that. And my wife said, oh no, you, you can. And you are. <laughs> and so my wife went out in the driveway and uh, and had her doing it up against our girl. We have a, a pretty large brick wall, and that's where she can do a lot of her, her serving or at least getting the motion. And so she did, and she was surprising herself. She ran up to me, and she, or she ran out to me, and she said, Dad, you got to check this out. I'm, I'm, I'm one hand and serving, and it's, it's great. Just come on over. You got to check it out. So I come running over. And I sit there and I'm like, all right, let's go. And she's all confident and everything up there. And she puts her one hand out, flicks it up, bang, hammers it. I'm like, wow, do it again. She did it again. And she did it again. And she did it again. And she just kept wanting to do it because it felt good. And she was getting the result. But if she listened to her own mind that said, I can't, she never would have given it a try at this stage of her you know, at her volleyball career, right? Because she would have just said, I'll wait until the off season and I'll practice then. My wife's like, let's try it now. We don't have anything to lose. Just try it. And so she did. So I said to her, remember, my wife said this too. We don't ever want to hear you say, I can't. That's a negative word. And it's a word implying that you are not going to be able to do something when in actuality, you probably can, but it might be a little uncomfortable at first. And that goes with business. There's things that we're doing here, guys, that don't feel comfortable, or we feel like we don't have what it takes, or I can't do that because I'm not good at that, or I can't do that because I'm not a good writer. If I said that, well, my book, The Take Action Effect, wouldn't have been written. If I would have said that, my uh, newest uh, playbook wouldn't have been produced, but I forced myself to get out of my comfort zone and do something, and I surprised myself, and I've gotten better at it. If you would look back at my emails even that I've written 10 years ago to what they are today, night and day, and the reason is, is because repetition, right? And also not saying I can't. 
saying like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. It might not be perfect, but I'm going to give it a try and I'm going to learn and I'm going to get better. But there's no I can't. So I want you to remove the I can't from your vocabulary, okay? Take a lesson from my daughter, all right? And let's not say that, all right? So with that being said, and you're going to remove that from your vocabulary, right? You are going to do that. Shake your head. Yep, yep. Going to do it, Scott, or nod your head. Yep, you're right. So just do that for me. I'm telling you, you're going to surprise yourself. And if you do, uh, you're going to get momentum. You're going to get more confidence. It's just going to elevate everything. All right. All right. So with that all being said, let's get to it. Let's listen to this week's question. And then I will give you my answer. We'll wrap this up and you can get out there and you can make it happen. All right. What do you say? Let's do this. Hey, Scott. My name is Azar and I live in Spain. I've been a long time listener. In fact, you, one of your insights uh, actually helped me successfully launch a business on Amazon uh, that is still working. Um, and I mean, that was three or four years ago. And now I have a, a new idea on uh, a product, basically. And my question is, um, obviously, at this stage, I don't have anything ready. I literally just registered a, a domain today. And I was wondering, what should I do first? Should I start running ads and doing giveaways and collecting emails? And then start emailing people uh, my, uh, you know, blog posts that I will be, you know, uh, running weekly. Or should I get the product prepared and have it sitting at the warehouse or whatever, and then start communicating and um, in parallel, non-challengely, <laughs> trying people to get to buy the product as well. So it's a bit of a puzzle for me right now. Thanks, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Love the show. Hey, Azar. What's up, man? Thank you so much for the question. And thank you so much for being a longtime listener. And uh, and yeah, launching your physical product business that's doing pretty well. So congratulations on that. And, you know, it all wouldn't have happened if you hadn't taken action, right? So awesome job. High fives. And uh, yeah, just congratulations. All right. So let's let's talk about this. All right, so the question really is that you want to know, not necessarily should I create a new product, because it sounds like you already have the product created, but I know a lot of people, they're thinking, should I create the product first, or should I build the brand first? And so in your case, you already have the product idea, You it sounds like you already have some sourcing in place, and it sounds like it's just a matter of committing to that order, and then getting it ordered, and then should you just start building up the attention to then launch the product, all right? Now, here's the deal, all right? I think you could probably do both, okay? And here's what I mean. If you're comfortable with sourcing the product and then getting it listed on Amazon and then probably creating your own, you know, your own place to buy it on your website, and if not, if you just want to sell it on Amazon in the beginning, that's fine. But if you're confident and you're comfortable doing that part, well, then why can't we do the other stuff right side by side? right? Like, why can't we do that? Because it's going to take 30, 60, maybe 90 days to get the product anyway. 
But my question is, is how confident are you that this product is going to be that product that's going to serve this market? And is that product going to be 100% aligned with the brand that you're building? It sounds like you are. But a lot of times people get stuck here and they say, I want to come up with the product first and then build the brand later. I think it should actually work a little bit the other way. I think you should figure out the market. I think you should figure out what the market is buying on a regular basis. I'll give you an example too. Uh, Right now, inside of Brand Creators Academy, we're building out a brand in a random market and we don't have a physical product yet. Now, we may in the future, we are also working towards getting traffic so we can turn on ad networks, so we can do affiliate products, so we can also maybe create digital guides or books or any of that stuff. All of that stuff is in the mix as well. Maybe t-shirts, a lot of different things that we can do. But the product thing isn't our first, like our first thing that we're thinking we're going to use to monetize, at least in this brand. All right. So we're not just basing it all around this one product. Okay. What we're doing is we're listening to the market. And so my point here is really that we're doing this and we're listening to the market on Facebook, on our own Facebook page, which we have about 1900 people on that page. We have an email list now of over 9,000. And so what we're doing is we're listening to the market. We posted a question actually this morning and I wanted to get a little bit of Intel on the market. And I posted a question and within an hour I had about 20 comments. And so they're telling me what Like, what is the biggest sticking point for you for playing the guitar? And then maybe they're like, well, tuning my guitar, it's always the hardest thing. Whenever I think I got it right, I don't. So then the chords don't sound right, right? So they're telling me the thing that they want to know more of, or they're telling me that was their biggest frustration when they got started. So it helps me develop either content or products. Okay. So again, that's the way that I'm thinking about this. So I think you can do both. If you want to, if you're dead set on launching that product, cause you think it's, it's something that's going to go in your brand and you think it's going to be successful and you think that it's going to do well, and it's not going to take your, your time away too much to where you can't build out the brand because in building the brand, the way that I look at it is we want to identify what is the traffic that is coming over in our market. That's not just products either right? What's the information that people are looking for that's going to educate them, that's going to make them feel as though if you recommend a product, they're going to take your recommendation. That's really what it comes down to. So me personally, I would, and again, I don't know the product quite, so I can't really say, but if if you're telling me that that product is, you're going to launch it regardless, then I would say, go through the sourcing, get everything ready, get your listing optimized on Amazon, do all of that stuff that we've talked about in the past. We all know that, right? You got to do that. And then I would start figuring out the content pieces and start publishing content. Then I would build the email list through a contest to bring up the the attention and the awareness in that market for them to raise their hand. And then as I'm doing this, like I said, let's say that there's 90 days before you're going to have that product live. That gives me at least at least 60 days for me to deliver content to them on a regular basis and also maybe even give them a little bit of a behind the scenes of the product that you're creating. A good friend of mine now, uh, Dave Manley from MMA Bobbleheads, he just told me literally yesterday, because I asked him, I said, what has been one of the biggest things that's helped you in your business since we've talked in the past on the podcast, because I kind of did like a coaching call um, with him on the podcast. And one of the biggest things was him documenting the build of each and every bobblehead. So 
Each bobblehead, he can show the behind the scenes of how it's being designed, how it's being painted, um, the different phases, the different packing, the, the boxing, all of that stuff. And what happens now is it creates desire for the product when it's available. And especially if you have a limited amount. So if you're going to run a promotion, you might say, we only have a hundred at this price, or we only, we have a limited amount of inventory that's going to help you. So if you, if you do that for that 60 day period, you start the content, you start emailing the list about your content, deliver value, 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 value. And then from there, when you're ready to launch that product, you can say, Hey, we're going to do a three day promotion to launch this product. And they're going to already know all about it. And then you're going to give them a discount code and then bingo, you've got a whole bunch of sales. And then from there, you're going to start ranking on, on Amazon. You don't have to do any review group stuff or any launch, you know, groups or any of that stuff. Um, so you can do it totally white hat and you're going to be building rapport with your audience at the same time. All right. So that's what I would do. All right. So again, hopefully this helped you, but you can kind of hear there's a common thread or a theme that I'm always talking about here. Right. And it's all outlined in our new playbook, you know, brand creators, the playbook, everything is there. Everything. I give examples of other brands that are doing this very, very well. Um, so you'll get a really good picture, but it all comes down to knowing your market, knowing what they want and what they need and how you can help them. And that includes content you know, information that, in, that includes products that's either yours or someone else's. And then that's also being able to allow you to monetize in a bunch of different ways, which really opens up the opportunities. All right. So hopefully this helped you or anyone else that's listening. It's like, Hmm, should I create my new product now and then wait to build the list and build the brand? Or should I maybe do both? Or maybe I should just start with the brand and then I should launch the product once I have a better understanding of what the market actually wants, or at least my audience wants. All right. So hopefully that helped you. All right. Now, once again, if you are stuck or if you are struggling to build your brand, then you should probably head over to brandcreatorsbook.com. Again, that's brandcreatorsbook.com. And you will be able to download this 107 playbook, seven page playbook, and you'll get everything that you need from the very beginning of this build all the way to the end to where you're up and running and you're starting to plan out and then possibly even starting to generate some income from the monetization section that we go through. All right. So again, brandcreatorsbook.com. All right. So again, if you have any questions and you want me to answer them on an upcoming Ask Scott session, all you have to do is head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you can do it right there. And I'd love to hear your question here on the podcast as well. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Hey, one last thing before you go, if you can do me a quick favor, and that is, can you head over to iTunes and leave me a review over there? Let me know, how has this podcast helped you in one way, shape, or form? I read every single one of them, and they really give me the fuel. They give me the energy to continue to show up and really help more people. So I would love to hear from you. And I'm actually going to read one right here from Sadesi1224. And the title of this review was Amazing Content. 
high energy. Ben went on to say, warning, do not listen to this podcast before bed. It will have you up for hours. Great information, great tactics, massive amount of content, truly something for everyone. Love the energy. Thanks for all the hard work and passion poured into this. Well, I want to thank Sadesi1224, but again, I would love to hear what this podcast has done for you. So if you can do that, that would be amazing. Oh, and if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, what the heck are you waiting for? Subscribe. This way here, you never miss an upcoming episode. So if you can do that, that would be amazing.